0: I feel like I'm standing in front of a classroom full of my peers and relaying information about what I read, except this time I actually want to give the book report. Here is my random reading report. Welcome to Me and My Books. Today we're starting a new series on the podcast, My Random Reading Report. This is where I give you a sort of reading update, a status report, if you will. We'll be covering the books I've recently finished, the books I'm currently reading, and the books that are on the docket. Basically, instead of three like 10 minute episodes at the end of the month, like a wrap up and then a TBR and like a book haul or something, I'm just going to pop in with my accumulation of all that when the time is right. That way I'm not pressured to like speed read at the end of the month just so I can give an end of the month reading wrap up, especially for the months that I've only read like one book. That that that's not a good wrap up. Just here's a book. I mean. Yeah. Okay. You get it. And sometimes also I don't feel like giving a full on TBR or to be read sort of list. I mood read from time to time, like just whatever strikes my fancy, like that's what I want to read. And I would hate to put books off because it's not on my official TBR that I broadcasted on the podcast. So it prevents a lot of things. And I feel like this is just a better way to do it. So this is the format I've chosen, random reading reports. Me telling you what I've read, what I am reading, and what I might be reading soon. I also want to briefly talk to you about the Literary Feast Reading Challenge. I'm almost, but not quite, failing at it, uh, but we'll get to that momentarily. Before we dive into all the bookish goodness, I want to tell all my cool beans, pst, that's you, about my new merch. I affectionately call my listeners, viewers, people I talk to, Cool Beans and if you're new around here I would like to officially welcome you to the Cool Beans. We're fun people making friends and just being generally good humans. And as I said I've got Cool Bean merchandise, shirts, hoodies, mugs, you know cool stuff for cool beans. The linky link to get some merch is in the show notes. If you're listening on Anchor, just clickety click the link in the title. If you're listening on YouTube, you can use the link below in the description. Otherwise, head over to mediastrange.com slash Kim here with books and all relevant links will be right there. That is mediastrange.com. M-E-D-I-A-S-T-R-A-N-G-E dot com slash Kim here with books. Books, and without further ado, here is my random reading report. Let's start with the first book I finished this year in the twenty eighteen, and that was *The Casual Vacancy* by J.K. Rowling. Okay, yes, people like hate this book, and while I particularly, (laughs) I'm good at words, and while I didn't particularly hate it, I totally get why it didn't perform well for our most beloved J.K. Rowling. Uh, Real quick, first of all though, I would like to dish out some major kudos to Rowling for writing a book for grown-ups. As a writer, it can be really scary to do something your audience may not totally dig, and I'm pretty sure she went into this knowing it was going to be risky and a controversial move. So honestly, like... Credit and bravo to her for that. It could not have been an easy decision. So The Casual Vacancy is a story of a small English town after a very prominent member of the town's council suddenly dies. We follow several characters and the drama of each of them as they deal with the upcoming election for the now vacant seat. There's a lot of dark elements to every storyline we get from like domestic abuse and mental health to like rich versus poor, all that. Dramatic jazz. Sadly, I did find faults with the book. The writing was good and the characters were interesting. Terrible people, really, but that's what made them so stinking intriguing. However, the actual story was sort of a dud, which is a shame because I was pretty invested in some of the characters and was just left feeling really unsatisfied by the end of it, which is kind of a major bummer. I rated it a 12 out of 20, which is a solid three stars I'll admit that that rating is actually a little generous because I really felt like the plot was going nowhere slowly but I liked the characters and the story was surrounding a town council which is something that I actually do like I'm on my town's community council and that's almost exactly the same as the council that's in this book like the same local government body Uh, So personally, just I was invested in the plot. Unfortunately, it just didn't reach its potential. But the government nerd in me giggled at the drama of this local council, mainly because I deal with that on like literally a daily basis. So I found it interesting in a quote unquote, this is relevant to my actual life kind of way. So yes, I scored the casual vacancy a 12 out of 20. As a quick side note, you can learn all about my rating scale that I use for book reviewing in the show notes. I developed my own system because I don't particularly like reading books with stars. Feel free to check that out if you want to learn more about it. There is a linky link in the show notes. Next, I read The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. I did do a full review of that on this podcast. Again, linky link in the show notes. This is a young adult fantasy story about Jude uh, and her parents were murdered by a fairy general and is then taken along with her sisters and raised in the land of the Fae, where she is looked down upon because she is mortal. She has to deal with discrimination and ridicule and politics to fight for her place in this fairy society. I liked this book well enough. I gave it a 15 out of 20, which is like three, three and a half ish stars. I won't say too much about it since I've got an entire episode dedicated to it on this podcast. I will say it had some neat, although not super detailed, but still magical and cool world building uh, that was interesting. Uh, It had interesting characters, although sometimes I felt like the main character acted out of character and left me like slightly annoyed. But there were fairies everywhere all the time. And that will always make me happy. There you have it. I'm fairy biased. I'm a fairy child. It is what it is. The most recent book I finished is The Immortalists by Chloe Benjamin. I also did a full review of this on the podcast. So, you know, linky link in the show notes. This is the story about the four gold children. They learn the date of their death from a gypsy woman, and then we follow each of them throughout their lives and how they live knowing the day they're supposed to die. Some of them believe it, some of them don't believe it, but either way, it affects them and their choices. I rated The Immortalists a 13 out of 20, which is again, like three-ish stars. I found there was a real disconnect between the characters. I didn't fully understand their like sibling bond, if you know what I mean. I did like seeing how each one handled being told the date of their death and a few of the characters I really liked. I also liked the representation of mental illness within the story. That's a real thing and it was nice to see mental health play a role, but not be what the story is actually about. So The Immortalists, it was alright. Okay, it's been like a year of three star books for me, which isn't awesome, but let's be honest, I mean, it could be worse. Currently, I am in the middle of two books right now. Reading more than one book at, at the same time is not my favorite way to read. Like, I don't really mind it. But when I'm trying to read a lot, it is not the most effective way for me to get through pages. But it's just it's a thing that happened. Anyway, we'll get there. Okay, so currently I am reading Dr. Benjamin Franklin's Dream America, a novel of the digital revolution by Damian Lincoln Ober. I started this a few weeks ago, Um, this is an alternate history about the development of the American government and the American Revolution, but with the internet. Basically the Founding Fathers have Facebook and the internet and it's totally fascinating. Um, it's It's a dense read that's a little complicated at times. The story is told from the deathbed of each signer of the Declaration of Independence. So, it's almost like a collection of short stories in chronological order that tells one whole story. Does that make sense? (laughs) See what I mean? It's a little bit complicated. I'm about two thirds of the way through Dr. Benjamin Franklin's Dream America. Like I said, it's complicating but fascinating. It's a slow burn for me, but I'm taking my time and enjoying the examination of people and society and government using social media and like what's real versus not real in terms of the digital world. Very cool. A little weird. Quite like myself. Oh, nice. Good one, Kem. Thanks. Uh, so Dr. Benjamin Franklin's Dream America, I'm two thirds of the way through. Like I said, a little dense, a little complicated, but completely interesting and fascinating. And I'm really I'm enjoying it, even though it is um, not the easiest to read. But that's OK. That's OK. Currently, I'm also Knee Deep in Contact by Carl Sagan. Oh, boy, this is another one that's like dense, but interesting. I just I just made it really easy on myself currently. I don't ugh, what was I thinking. contact is the story of a radio astronomer who's leading a project that is listening with radio telescopes to outer space hoping to hear a message from intelligent life well they get one and things get complicated and intense fast the american government gets involved the public freaks out and now earth is like legit dealing with aliens Yes, the movie Contact with Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey is based on this novel. The author, Carl Sagan, is, I want to say, an astrophysicist? Big time scientist guy. Uh, He told us all sorts of like neat science-y stuff in the first go-round of Cosmos, which was a TV show, and was recently revamped uh, with Neil deGrasse Tyson as the host of the show, they redid Cosmos um, with Neil deGrasse Tyson. But Carl Sagan was the original host of that really cool science documentary show. But the book Contact is fiction and I'm liking it. I'm liking it so far. It's a little slow. You kind of have to wade your way through all these examples of things that Carl Sagan likes to give you to get to the point, which if I'm honest is kind of exactly what I expected from this book. However, I will say that it's not scientifically complicated to understand. I really thought I was going to like be confused by technical jargon and such, but that's not really the case at all. It drags on sometimes about people and ideas, but the science part of this science fiction book isn't all too technical and that's nice. So while it's still a bit dense to read, I'm liking it. I'm a space nerd though. Like I'm literally wearing my NASA sweatshirt right this very second. So what do you expect? I'm gonna like this space book. Uh, yeah, so Contact by Carl Sagan. Um, It is a little dense just in his writing style, but it's good so far. The story is good and I'm liking it. Moving on, when I'm finished with Contact, I am hoping to pick up A Moveable Feast by Ernest Hemingway, which is my February pick for the Literary Feast Reading Challenge. And that, my friends, is the perfect segue. We need to talk about the Literary Feast Reading Challenge. If you haven't heard, one of my 2018 reading goals is to keep up with the Literary Feast Reading Challenge. There's a blog post about it that I'll link to in the show notes. There's also a pretty kick-butt Facebook group for this challenge. The people there are totally rad. So check that out if you're interested in a reading challenge where you basically pick a book based on a certain theme or whatever um, every month. So, Contact uh, was actually my January pick for the Literary Feast Reading Challenge. <laughs> I started it in January, so that totally counts. Obviously, I'm like super professional. For January, you were supposed to pick a book published the year you were born. I'm just lucky enough that Contact was published in the year of Kim. Go me. Uh, so, I did start it in January as my pick for the Literary Feast Reading Challenge. Um, it has obviously, overlapped into February. I'm so good at this, you guys. <laughs> for February, we're supposed to pick a book with food in the title. I had chosen A Movable Feast by the beloved Ernest Hemingway. Why? Because feast equals food and it's like super short. <laughs> I lowered the bar for myself because I'm smart like that. <laughs> Maybe I'm just incredibly self-aware and I know what I'm capable of. And it's not much. <laughs> so a movable feast will be my next read, uh, so that I hopefully don't let my February book bleed into March, as I did for January. I'm trying to be a responsible reader, okay? Laughable, I know. <laughs> as for a movable feast, I don't really know what it's about, honestly. I think it has something to do with Paris. Question mark. If you know me at all, you know one of my uh, reading habits is to go into books blind. I just prefer to not know pretty much anything about a book before I start reading it. It just makes the reading experience better for me. I feel like I read something about this having been written towards the end of his career. Maybe the end of his life. Oh, sad. I don't know. Anyway, um, I know it's by Hemingway. So there you go. I like Hemingway well enough. The only other work by him i've read is a farewell to arms and it was good i cried at the end so there's that but truthfully like i'm looking forward to another book by hemingway maybe so i can like form a real opinion he is considered a literary master so i may as well see if that's true or not and you know one book isn't enough to judge him by so we're diving into another one I'm also hoping to finish um, Benjamin Franklin's Dream America after my brief encounter with Hemingway. That is the plan, at least. And that, Cool Beans, is my random reading report. Call in, comment, or social media me if there's something I need to know about my upcoming reads. There are links in the show notes if you want to check out any of these books for yourself. Again, if you're listening on Anchor, show notes can be found by clicking the linky link in the title. If you're on YouTube, links are in the description below. Anywhere else, just head over to mediastrange.com slash Kim Here with Books, and everything will be right there. That's mediastrange.com, M-E-D-I-A-S-T-R-A-N-G-E dot com slash Kim Here with Books. All right, dudes, that's going to do it for me. It would really help me out if you shared this podcast episode with your bookish friends. And don't forget to check out the new merch. Linky links in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, read on, cool beans.